Tonight, we're going to a dangerous area of an Amazon account so we can understand the relationship between humans and PPC campaigns. Crikey! Take a look at this. We're face to face with a hard-hitting predator. And oh boy, this keyword means business. Its toxic venom can lead to hundreds of clicks without conversion. One bite, and it could leave you paralyzed with high ACAS for weeks. Now, these predators won't be mocking with us. We've got the biggest predator on our side, the Ad Badger. Oi, easy boy. And we're here to help you tame these beasts in the jungles of Amazon PPC. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Steven, and you're listening to the PPC Den Podcast, the world's first Amazon advertising podcast, and your source for all the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to grow your Amazon ads. And you can join thousands of listeners and get bonus content at adbadger.com slash podcasts. What's going on, everybody out there in Badger Nation? It is... Mike here, and I am joined by Stephen. Stephen, how are you doing? You just got back from a lovely, relaxing vacation. I'm assuming it was I relaxing. Did. I went into a little self-quarantine mode out in the desert, disappeared. Mm-hmm. Mike, do you know how good it was to just be away from real life for a minute? Like, we've got riots happening, we got a pandemic happening, nothing makes sense. It's just like go out into the desert where like nothing's happening. Oh, it was fantastic. Wow. Just be away just be in my own little world, not reading the news. It's great. You know, it's funny that you said be away from life because in many ways, what you described being away is a part of life that we should all partake mm-hmm. in. Yes. Take uh, a vacation, guys. That's the moral of the story. That's it. That's the story. <laughs> you don't need to get too deep on that. want to give a quick shout out to Jesse512 who left us this great review on Apple Podcasts. It's great to have the badger on your side. Exclamation mark. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast for a long time. I really appreciate your perspectives and insight, and I enjoy the humor too. This is a great source for anyone who that wants to learn more about Amazon PPC. Thank you so much, Jesse. A lot of layers there. One, I wanted to be a comedian, and I told my parents in high school, and they're like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> so thank you, Jesse, for giving me a stage. I think it's cool to read these every once in a while because it's cool to know like how many people are listening. And like, if you are listening right now, there are thousands of people like following along. And I think that's really cool. Uh, so thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. Thank you guys. And, you know, feel free to uh, drop us a review if you haven't yet. They really do help us out. It helps our SEO on Google and on uh, Apple podcasts. So uh, anything yes. you can do to leave us a, you know, drop us a line, give us a comment. We really do appreciate it. Yes. Uh, It really does help us make more episodes. And with that, let's jump in to this mystery of today's episode. Alrighty, Stephen. We are about to embark on a very special episode. This is going to be a two-part episode. Number one, it's already special. Number two, this two-part episode, we are going to be doing some detective work, some investigation, because... We hear a lot of crazy things about Amazon PPC, talking to as many people as we do, seeing as many things as we see. However, we rarely hear conspiracy theories and crazy things coming directly from 
the hive itself, Amazon itself. I wonder if that makes the uh, what we're hearing crazier because it's coming from Amazon. <laughs> I have, or more, uh, or more trustworthy. No idea how to process. <sighs> Honestly, I'm flabbergasted. I have. When I re- first read it, I was like, "What? Wait, huh?" And we're gonna get into this age-old question. There's a lot of layers here. It's going to be a two-part episode. We're going to present the problem, and it's a popular one. However, I think the popular problem has been solved. However, it gets deeper. It goes all the way to the top, is what I've heard, with this particular conspiracy. The way that this all began, it was a normal Wednesday morning. I'm checking my email. First thing, I got a question from uh, a customer who I've, uh, I've spoken with quite a bit, and he basically wrote me. He's like, Hey, like something's wrong in my account. I don't get it. I put a negative ASIN in my auto campaign, but I'm still getting a lot of uh, clicks for that ASIN. He's like, I don't understand what's going on. Now, before you flip the episode off and say, well, duh, that person should know you cannot negative ASIN in an auto campaign, it gets deeper. Because what this particular customer did, which I think is awesome, he actually reached out to Amazon too. At the same time he reached out to me, he got a response from Amazon. And they said something very startling, something I did not really know how this how it behaved. Something that's a little on the fringe, like it's not going to happen all the time, but it's going to happen enough that it's definitely worth knowing this particular mechanism. And I know there's a lot of setup here, but basically... We're going to talk about, can you negative ASIN in an auto campaign? And we're going to get into this thing that Amazon said. Should we read it, Stephen? Should we actually yeah. read the thing that Amazon said? Okay. Let's go for it. <clears throat> so when he wrote Amazon and he said, hey, I'm trying to negative ASIN in this auto campaign. I can't get it. It's, I'm still getting clicks for it. You know, it is, it has been asked, this question has been asked a lot. Can you negative ASIN in auto campaigns? And... It's all over the internet. Like if you search that, it'll say, no, you cannot. You can go into your auto campaign and drop in a negative ASIN, but it doesn't actually do anything. Uh, I I believe it just blocks that search. Yeah, only if someone is searching for the ASIN specifically. Nobody's doing that. Right. Customers, yeah. The normal, you know, 99.9% of shoppers on Amazon have no idea what an ASIN is. Right. Whenever I'm looking to like see if someone would recognize this type of ad or pick a difference between like a sponsored product, sponsored brand, or know what an ASIN is or understand these things, I ask my mom. I do that all the time. I'll send her screenshots. I'll be like, "Hey, what is this?" That's that's my that's my market research. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does Mama Knock listen to our show? She doesn't, but she's a <laughs> mine neither. But yeah, well, we'll get them on. We'll get them on. Maybe guests. Yeah. <laughs> but but anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, people aren't really searching for ASINs. Um, if someone is searching for an ASIN, it's probably a competitor who's trying to check out, you know, do some research. Right. You know, that has been a known answer to that question. Can you negative ASIN in an auto campaign? The answer is no. However, the thing that Amazon said, I think is startling. And we are going to be testing this. We're going to be researching. We're going to be talking to additional Amazon reps to see if they can confirm or deny what we're about to read. Uh, and We'll explain the test that we're going to do internally to basically verify this as well before the next time we come back with this two-part. So let me get to it. Without further ado, here's the thing that the Amazon rep said, and I'm going to be reading verbatim. 
<clears throat> so again, this is their answer to the question, can you negative ASIN in an auto campaign? This was their answer. I would like to inform you that we would not be able to stop the ASINs to be searched by the customers or add the ASINs to the negative targeting in the auto campaign. Boom. So we already got you know what we know. You cannot negative ASIN in an auto. Back to the quote. If you feel that the automatic targeting campaigns are appearing on the detail page of the products, which are not related to the product, so just me stepping in real quick, what they're saying is, you know, your auto campaigns can also appear on product detail pages as well as searches. And if you don't want to appear there, here's what they say. Back to the quote. Then I would suggest you to add the keywords which are related to that product, such as the brand name, keywords from the title, bullet points, and description as negative keyword, that, that their typo, not I'm not misreading, to your automatic targeting campaign to prevent your ad from being displayed on the detail page of irrelevant products. So what they're saying in this quote from an Amazon rep, they're saying that if you add the brand name or even just keywords from the title or words that are in the bullet points or description, it will block ASIN impressions from your auto campaign. This is this is how I, I think of this and interpret this. Um, it seems like what they're saying is, all right, so we have two targets, right? And you guys, if you've been listening to a while, you know there's keyword targets and there's product targets, and it gets kind of trippy uh, when it comes to auto campaigns, which tend to target both within a single ad group. Um, and it gets weird. So sometimes it's helpful to just think of like a, purely keyword targeting ad group and a purely product targeting ad group and think of those as separate things at first just to get going. Um, and if you have a keyword targeting campaign and ad group, you'll see that you do get product detail page ad uh, in, like placements and everything like that. And what we're saying is, okay, someone types in something to the search bar, your ad can appear on the details page or on the, or on the search page. When it comes to an ASIN targeting, if you're targeting these ASINs, um, you can appear in, in either the product pages or on the search page based on the uh, yeah based on what people are typing into the search bar. What it seems like is if you're what it might be with your keyword targeting campaigns. If you are showing up on a product details page, it might not just be because of the what's being typed into the search bar. It could also be because of what are the keywords that are in the product itself, the, on the product page, in the product title. Yeah, so essentially what you, what you have with each ASIN target um, is a cluster of keywords um, that are being indexed into this product target from the title to the bullet points to the back end. Amazon has a big cluster of different keywords. Essentially, if you have an auto campaign and you're running close match and loose match and substitutes and complements, and Amazon's indexing this other this other product, and they're seeing some kind of similarities between some keywords that are in the description of the bullet points or in the title, and they deem it as either a, a complementary product to yours or a substitutionary or a close match or loose match. Like any of those things could really qualify um, in this big cluster of keywords. And so what Amazon is saying is that if you add a negative phrase, say you take the brand name of this competing ASIN that you don't want to qualify for and you don't want to appear for, if you take the brand name and you add that as a negative phrase, that it will disqualify that ASIN from ever triggering 
any of your auto targets ever again because that phrase is being found in the product's indexation. Which, if true, changes the way that you would handle negative negatives in a big way. Which, you know what it would be, if that's all it is, Mike, I just thought about this. If that is how simple it is that like, hey, just negative the, the brands and you'll never show up for that ASIN again. What they should do is just index the ASIN itself as a keyword. And so that if you negative the ASIN, you'll, as a phrase mm-hmm. match, if you negative phrase the ASIN. Right. Um, I'm actually curious if that would work instead of doing negative exact, which might only do if someone searches it, if, if phrase includes like the whole indexation. I don't know. I don't know. Just a thought. We're thinking out loud. So what, by the way, so what Mike said, like this episode is really kind of just us. We received this email yesterday. We find it very interesting. We're running tests now. We're looping you guys in so that you can run your own tests, run along with us, uh, bring us your own discoveries. Like this is a community we're learning together. And next week's episode, we'll tell you what we find. Yes. We'll get to the setup of our specific test and how we are verifying or denying this uh, in later in this episode. So, to just walk it back a, a little bit, can you negative ASIN in an auto campaign? No. You can enter one in, but it doesn't actually do anything. And it do anything meaningful. It would only block it if somebody's actually searching that. Uh, and nobody searches ASINs. So the only place you can truly verify negative ASIN is in a product targeting ad group, in a manual sponsored product targeting ad group. That's pretty straightforward. Uh, because in when you do that, and we'll have images in the blog post for this uh, episode at badger.com slash blog, you know, it's very straightforward. When you create a product targeting ad group, there's a specific section that is called negative product targeting, where you cannot even enter a keyword. It knows that you're that it's looking for a particular ASIN. And you can also exclude brands. So it like knows that. So that's the only official place that you can do it. The thing that Amazon is saying is kind of crazy. Because, you know, my, my head is buzzing with questions. You know, let's say you sell mason jars and you didn't want to appear for the brand Ball Mason Jars. So could you just go in to your auto campaign and do negative phrase Ball? And then you block every single product that Ball sells. You won't appear on any of their product pages. You won't appear on any individual ASIN that has the word Ball in their brand name, in their product title, in their description. It's pretty wild to think that this is what this Amazon rep said. Right. Because it's possible it's possible that, you know, there might be some products that you do want to appear for that have the word ball that you don't you might not even know exist because, you know, you're blocking so many things. It's not like a, a negative phrase where you know the things that you're blocking. You know that yeah. it's just gonna be anything with the word ball in it. So what he or she, the Amazon rep said was um you know, take the keywords that are related to the product, such as brand name, keywords from the title, bullet points, and description, add as a negative keyword to your automatic campaign. Um, she didn't say if it was negative phrase, or sorry, yeah, negative phrase or negative exact, because that's a question I want to know, like, what, if I just copy uh, the whole sentence from the bullet point and say negative exact, then is that, like, what, yeah, like, exactly the question you're asking, Michael, what, do you, what if you only want to be removed from this one ASIN, and you're afraid of, of, you know, doing a negative phrase of like the brand or doing the negative phrase of something else might remove you from like tons and tons of ASINs and search terms that could have been relevant. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy to think under what this person said, if I negative phrase the word, I know it's a connector word, so it's not a, it's not a great example, but if I were to negative phrase the word the, 
you know, assuming that every product has the word the in their description somewhere, would I be blocking like every single product mm-hmm. everywhere? Uh, like that's what the person said. So if there was a word that you know all of your competitors would have in their product description and you entered that as a negative phrase, would you block every single ASIN impression ever? Yeah. So I said before, you know, if you're targeting, you know, with ASIN targeting, it's treating these other ASINs as basically just like a cluster of keywords or basically search terms. Um, But yeah, the kind of question is like, you know, if it says the word um, ball uh, in your mason jar example, yeah, if you negative phrase ball, does that eliminate that whole, because what if someone else types in mason jar and ball mason jar shows up and then are you, are you still able to appear on that product detail page in front of the ball mason jar? Um, when you didn't want to show up in front of that ASIN, but someone typed in the word mason jar, will will really the negative phrase ball completely exclude you from that? Even if someone didn't type in ball, they typed in mason jar. Like, will that exclude you from the ball mason jar detail page? So we're trying to find these things out. So here's where we tell you what our test is and how you can get involved in the test. Uh, The first part of this test is we are reaching out to everyone. We are reaching out to you, dear listener. Uh, We're going to set you up with the situation because you probably have it happening inside your account too. Uh, you know, we were poking around for prep on the show and, you know, we already found some examples. Um, we we're reaching out to some friends, some community, and here's what the test looks like. And there's a, you know, there's, there's one main way that I think we can test this. I'm curious to hear if, you, if there are potentially other ways. If you have an ASIN in an auto that you do not want to appear for, so auto campaign, you have ASIN search term impressions, you don't want to appear for it. Can you identify a specific keyword that is in that ASIN that you don't want to appear for? So a good example is, let's say you're selling, I don't know, something uh, obvious like a, a car tire on Amazon. It's not a bicycle tire. Did you get an ASIN impression that has the word bicycle in it? Negative exact the word bicycle then see if you get any more clicks for that. Like you look through your search term, you'll see it. And then you can sort of say like, I don't want to appear for this one. It's got the word bicycle in it. I'm going to negative exact the word bicycle. And then you can actually maybe go to that ASIN and see if you were, see if you had that impression anywhere, you know, private browser type thing. See if you had that impression. So like you would go and you would check. That is how this can be tested. And then I'd love to hear like different ideas, like what if that was a negative phrase or a negative exact, does that impact? I think that's one way to test it for a specific individual ASIN. Yeah, our example is, you know, a product, I'm not gonna say the exact product, but it's similar to similar similar to a shampoo and conditioner. You know, we're not showing up for search terms of things that are saying like razor and trimmer and shaver. We're not showing up for those on the search term end of things because that's not being triggered by close match and loose match, but it is being triggered by the compliments uh, auto target. Uh, And so Amazon is saying, oh, these products are complimentary. They're not exclusive. Someone might want hair and shampoo and a shaver for their legs or whatever, or their beard. So, um, so we're negative phrasing shaver, trimmer, razor, all these different things. And we will see in the coming week if we, uh, if we still show up for ASINs, with these, and we just took these from the title. So if we're gonna see in the next week, will we get any ASINs triggered, any ASIN be triggered by our compliments or our substitutes that has these words in their title? I have a question for you, Stephen. Do you think it could be a pretty quick test? Like, do you think 
if you notice that word that you want to block, do you think you can add it and then literally a minute later go into a private browser and see if you can trigger it? Yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've seen like a 30-minute delay between like campaign changes and seeing them actually happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that'll be... I mean, so so that'll be the... So this will be the thing that's tricky to, to watch, Mike. Um, you know, say I were to take this ASIN right now, this electric, uh, electric shaver, okay, which is showing up in my search term reports. I don't want to appear for that. Now, let me just say I just go straight to that ASIN's URL without typing anything in in the search term bar or anything like that. Um, I just go straight to that product's URL. Um, there will be sponsored products on the bottom there that aren't based on this, any search terms that I typed in on Amazon. Um, so I believe those search terms, or sorry, those sponsored products are a combination of keyword targeting campaigns that have been picked up on keywords that are in the uh, that are in the product listing itself, and any ones that are like targeting complements, substitutes, or individual or this individual ASIN. So it's a combination of, of both. We're in muddy water. Yeah. So I mean, if I were to go to that campaign, the tricky thing would be like, um, you know, if I if I still see my ad there showing up. Um, I'd have to double check, okay, is there any other, maybe I have a phrase match in another campaign that just says the word hair mm-hmm. and that's getting me to sh- trigger on, show up on this campaign. Yeah. So, or sorry on this, sh- get my ad to show there. So, I mean, that'll, that'll take some more, a different kind of testing to see if my ad's actually appearing there. But at least for this campaign that we just added negative phrases to at the campaign level, uh, we can for sure keep an eye on that and see if we're still triggering any impressions for these ASINs. Yeah. So that is the test. And if this test is true, I think it has, if it's true, like if you can do this, you know, does adding a negative keyword block those ASINs that have that word in it from those product detail impressions? That's kind of big because that would really improve your auto-targeting precision. Like you'd be able to get a lot more precise with your auto campaigns, which totally aligns with like the core ethos of any good digital marketing, which is cast a wide net and then refine it over time, this would allow you to really refine in a way that potentially like was unknown previously. So this is some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, but you know what's really annoying about this though, Mike, is that it it doesn't solve the problem Mm -hmm. because even if this whole negative phrase thing does work, I mean, it. nobody, when you download a search term report, you can't see the ASIN title. So if you're trying to do changes quickly, uh, and in bulk, mm. what are you gonna do? Open up every single ASIN in an individual tab to see what the product title is. Now, if you're operating straight off the UI within Amazon, uh, within the campaign manager, and you're looking at the search terms within campaign manager, you can see the titles right away and you can write down a list of negative phrases you're gonna add, but it's just slow uh, and you can't yep. really do it in bulk. And a better solution is one that, that we've had before, <laughs> uh, but just not using compliments and substitutes in auto campaigns and instead just running a category targeting. And, uh, and from there, you can just negative ASIN, no problems. Right, exactly. So like that's, the, that's like the, the ASIN. That's what the Amazon rep should have said. Right. That, that's the ASIN that's leave the entire time. Like, can you negative ASIN in an auto? Well, you can just like wholesale block every single one and put it in a product targeting ad group in a manual campaign and just do it there, um, which we'll probably get into in next week's episode in a little bit more detail. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that that's the truest solution. Um, hmm. Interesting. Very interesting stuff. Well, we'll keep you guys posted on what we find. Again, we're going off of an Amazon reps conspiracy theory this week. 
and uh, we've had our own uh, list of conspiracy theories, but we'll definitely keep you guys up to date as we test this out and, see, t- you know, we'll let you know what we find. And that is it. Uh, what's your prediction? Like, do you think, do you believe this is the way that it works? I don't think it's going to work. Me neither. <laughs> uh, that is it. Let's tune in. Ne- I, I want to say it'll be next week uh, because we are doing a real test. And we are going to be talking to people. We're going to be talking to our Amazon reps and our you know our high level customers and posting in our Facebook group. So we're going to try to gather as much information to come up with a really strong, precision, precise answer here. Um, so I do think we'll be done with this when it's time for the next episode to be recorded. Uh, but just in case we may, this may be a two week test. Um, but so definitely tune in and I've said all the words I think I can think of right now. Peace out. Be kind to your friends. Done. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the PPC Den podcast. Our goal of every episode is to give you guys actionable information so you can go right to your computer and start optimizing with the new skills you've learned. Be sure to subscribe because we'll be back next Wednesday with more great PPC skills for you. And you can always head over to adbadger.com slash podcast for all of our show notes and bonus content that we've made exclusively for our listeners. If you guys are finding these podcasts to be valuable for you and your business, you can help us continue making them by dropping us a review on Apple Podcasts. All right, Badger, are you ready to go back to camp and rest up for tomorrow? What a good boy.